Welcome back, everybody. It's your favorite MC slash favorite RT, Iron M, back with an episode after, what, three weeks? It's been a busy time. Went away on vacation, had some time to kind of recharge the batteries, rebuild a little bit, and um, just get through life, right, as we're all going through. Um, today, I wanted to come back with an episode of, about something that seems to be very common, and I don't think it's spoken about enough, and that's relationship PTSD. Dating PTSD, I should say. I'm going through that shit heavy right now, you know, and speaking with a lot of my friends and what I'm seeing online and just talking with people, there's a lot of hurt, there's a lot of angry, there's a lot of sad people out here, there's a lot of frustrated people out here, there's a lot of damage. And I wanted to sit and I wanted to talk with my my co-host, Nat Rose, and get her perspective on certain things, a female perspective on certain things, and just try to figure out, like, what exactly is going on out here? I personally can say, like, for me, it's kind of funny. I was thinking about this as I was doing the episode. While I was in the middle of the episode, I was like, damn, I seem to be more traumatized by this dating world than I am for my breakups. You know, my breakups had, you know, definitely had an impact. And there's a certain scar tissue that has been built around that. But I've been able to take those situations and kind of build myself. You know, I've definitely grown higher and it's been a hard journey. The relationship part I'm talking about, it's been a hard journey, but it's been a very fruitful journey. And it seems like one that's kind of catapulted me up into a different stratosphere. Honestly, like you learn off of your failures, but this dating shit is a different animal. It's confusing. It's frustrating. Um, for me, it takes a long... It, for me, I've gone on dates. I've met some great people. I've met some wonderful women. For whatever reason or another, didn't work or didn't click. For me, if I meet somebody and it clicks, then I go all in. That's how I am. And the fucked up part about it, in this world, that's almost a bad thing. Like, to show your cards is almost like putting you at a disadvantage. Putting in the effort. It's almost like going at a... It's almost like fighting against yourself, so to speak. Out here, it seems, in this new world, and this is like almost like a vent session, I guess you can call it, but, you know, me and that Rosé, we wanted to have an honest conversation about what was going on, our feelings at the time, you know. For me, it seems like my personal journey, a lot of the women that I'm a little iffy about, I'm not really sure, and they may feel like options, or they may feel like, well, he's treating me like he's not sure. They seem to be the ones that kind of stick around. The ones that I do or the one or two that I really have shown that, you know, I want in, I'm on it. It always seems to be some type of funny play. But then I have to think about it. Well, why is that the one that I'm chasing? Is that some PTSD shit? You know, um, maybe it's not what it seems to be. Maybe this person is just playing it slow and me, I'm going 100 miles per hour. That could also be the trauma. You know, it's been... For me personally, a very odd situation. And I know some of my friends will hit me up and like, yo, E, you bugging? Why are you, why are you talking like this? This is like soft or whatever. And that's cool. I get that. But when I look at the grand scope of things, I look at both groups of my friends. I'm literally the only single one. Like, I'm literally the only single one. Or the one without, you know, a family or a child or something like that. It's just me out there. And it could just not be my time yet. That's perfectly fine. But... All of this shit adds a layer 
of scar tissue and then adds another layer of scar tissue then adds another layer of scar tissue and as I continue down this journey of dating with 2021 coming summer 2021 coming which is going to be a fucking mess out here that I'm trying to avoid I don't want to be out there part of me comes to realizations like well goddamn, me this is going to be your life going forward and I can't help but think that at times given how certain situations go but also there has to be a point where I have to look in self. There's something, there's a part of me that's fractured that I have to figure out. And that's what therapy's for. And that's what I hope everybody can get. Therapy. Help yourself. Um, I thought this episode was a very good one. It was very honest. It was very upfront. Um, unfortunately, some people may hear this and feel offended by some of the things that I say. Because I'm not in this alone. You know, there are people that come along in life. And sometimes things don't go a certain way. So if I say something to any of you that do hear this and you feel a way about it, this one I will say, you know, hit me up. Talk to me if you don't want to. That's fine. But, yeah, dating 2021, 2020, this shit is awful. It's fucking terrible out here. <laughs> it's really bad. I can go and get some pussy in a heartbeat. But a relationship, mm, mm. UG, drop that. So, anyway, we both had different situations in relationships. I, myself, I've been single for the last three years. I have, well, 2018, right? Yeah, the last three years. And recently, I've decided to kind of put myself back out into the dating world with intent of actually settling down with somebody. And for me, I'm seeing a lot of my past traumas kind of infiltrating this new world that I'm trying to get into. And speaking with my friends, like Miss Rose, they're all going through it. And it seems like it's very common nowadays. How do you think at the moment your dating life is going? It sucks. I um, feel like, you know, with the selection of men that they're out there and then you finally have someone that you like because, you know, everyone has a roster. Yeah. So we all have. Wait, ladies have rosters? Absolutely. We have oh. full rosters. Are you kidding me? We oh, have Instagram the... would lead me to believe that y'all are just regal and just have one and you sit with him the whole time. Well, I'm like that because okay. I'm a romantic at heart. So I feel like it's fair. If you like somebody out of the whole roster, you just stick with one person mm -hmm. and see how it goes. Because I feel like also with so many options, you tend to like crisscross information. I yeah, I've never the done time. that. I've never done that. I, ha I don't have the time. That's why. What do you so, mean crisscross like? Like, I like the color red. The other nigga like the color blue. And you come and bring me, like, a blue shirt. You mean Basically, something like, that? something like that. Yeah. So, I don't have the time for that or the space to actually cater to that. So, mm -hmm. I'll, in a couple of months, not a couple of months, but in a couple of weeks of dating, you know. Yeah. Like, men know, women know who who you vibe with and yeah. who you want to um, basically give your time to, right? Mm -hmm. Top three, usually for me. Top three? Yeah, okay. from the top three, then I'll see in a couple of weeks. Okay. I'll still, I like, like speak to people and, and you know, just it's all about the vibe. I hate using that word, but it's the truth. No, I, I, that's what I lead with, you know, like, like at, this, at the present moment, there's a young lady that has caught my interest, and it's really been 
mostly based on the vibe, you know, it was right. like the energy that I got from her. Mm-hmm. She's attractive, but that's like a dime a dozen. I have that on the roster, as you say. There's uh, there's a bunch of them, you know. That's not a beautiful woman, and I'm sure a handsome man really isn't that hard to find out there. I mean, there was a bunch of them out there yesterday, you know, a bunch mm. of. No. There were not a lot of cute guys there. I mean, oh, I, I, I saw three or four. I, I mean, like, that's not bad, right? I mean, I'm, I'm not, I only bagged the one, but the one was actually the cutest one. So Here we go. Yo, so we was in Brooklyn yesterday. We was in Fort Green Park, and it was definitely a COVID spreading event. No question about it. Pfizer, you better fucking work. And me, I saw a, a couple of very attractive people of the female persuasion. Let me make that very clear. <laughs> And I thought it was a good precursor to the summer. And um but it was also it kinda just solidified this 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 mind state of um like fuck is a word. What mind state? Like a like, drought, not a drought. Um not a drought. Ah oh, man, the opposite of a surplus. No, the drought is, is good, but opposite of a surplus yeah. uh um, it's a certain mind state. It's like a Fuck, whatever. So whatever. It it showed that there's so many fish in the sea. You know, that's pretty much what I was trying to say. Oof. And when I was out there I'm looking at all these women, I'm like, Oh my god, but again, to be completely honest, I was thinking of the vibe girl. Sort of. You know. Yeah. Even if there was other girls out there that may have been more attractive, whatever the case is. But again, for me, having that feeling with the vibe girl kinda of made me it scares the shit out of me. <laughs> you know. Why? Because, again, everything, I'm reading into a lot of things now. I'm seeing this. And I don't like the way that, like, if one thing happens, I might overread that 5,000 times because that happened to me at some point in, like, 2004 at 6 p.m. Um, hold up. So, like, the vibe girl kind of scares me because I have vested an interest in her. Even though she's, like, you know, we're not... I'm not about to get her ring or nothing like that. We're not like in a relationship or anything like that. But she has me feeling vulnerable. And that shit I don't like. And because I feel vulnerable, and it's not so much having to do with her per se, but with everything that can happen because I'm I'm a little interested. I think of everything that has happened to me in the past and everything that I see out there. You know, there can be secondhand PTSD, like seeing what happens with you or with my friends or whatever. Shit scares the fuck out of me, man. And... I want to continue to pursue her, but I, I, I've i never in my life felt like I would be in a place where I think I can fuck it up because I got in my own way. And that's kind of like an, an internal battle that I'm having with myself right now. Do you fucking feel that way sometimes? Do you like somebody? I am a huge victim of overthinking. So the person that I'm speaking to, yeah. I've been speaking to him for like the last seven months. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of times where my overthinking, I would self-sabotage mm-hmm. because of the vulnerability part. And that's an insecurity. It is, but it wasn't an insecurity. Not per, not for me. Okay. My overthinking has to do with fucking it up. Yes. But it's not an insecurity thing. It's more of like, damn. You know, in the beginning, for a lot of people, you get to meet the representative. Yeah. After a while, that veil comes off. Right. So after that veil comes off, now you're more vulnerable. Now, Mm. there are pieces of you 
But aren't you more invested at that point, too? Right. And there are pieces of you that show, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to wonder and think how that person is receiving all this. So that's my that's where my overthinking comes. Like, damn, how is he receiving me as me peeling off those layers and letting him in? Right. Is this something that he wants to do? And now we have time. So is it like you're more afraid that he'll see something in your personality that he might not like? Basically, like a red flag. Yeah. Okay. See, I'm the opposite. See, my my is more. I don't care if you get to know me because I, I can't change me. You know, there's right. certain things about me that can't change, but I've been trained to be this way all my life. You know, I mean, I'm not the same person now as I was ten years ago, but you know, I'm still to the core the same person. So for me, it's it's more. I'm afraid of looking thirsty. Like in this world, yes. like looking Oof. like a simp, and there's so many rules. And like this new fucking dating world, it's it, it drives me crazy, and I think it kind of agitates my insecurities and my um my my um vulnerabilities because I don't know how to tackle this world. You know, I come from a place where if I have an interest in you, I'm going to show you the interest. Now it's like, and I, I I've looked all this shit up online, everything like that. It's if you text me, do I have to put a timer on to 12 <laughs> minutes to text you back to not make it seem like I'm thirsty? You know, or to make it look like I'm doing shit. And I find myself doing that sometimes with, you know, people in general. I find myself doing that. I find myself doing that now. Well, maybe not the timer part, but I've thought about it. You know, yeah, I'm put the time on. I've done the timer because I actually <laughs> was reading audiobooks about this shit. No, you're reading audio. Oh, yeah, okay, I got like, you. Not like hearing them. <laughs> That's what I meant. I'm sorry, guys. Hearing these audiobooks because when I got out of a divorce, remember, yeah. I've been out of the game for 10 years collectively before this. Right. Oof. So... Right. That's, that's MySpace time. Exactly. Yeah. MySpace, you know, Facebook. Facebook. You, know you did mean? Facebook dating? No, not Facebook dating, but uh, basically that's what we had. We didn't have IG yet. I met my first Caucasian girl on Facebook. You know, we got to go and rant sometimes. Keep your thought. But, um, yeah, I'll tell you later. Go ahead. Keep your thought. I don't want you to lose your thought. Oh, it's okay. Go. Nah, so Facebook, I'm old enough to know when Facebook just started. You can only do like yes. inter-campus shit, right? And at this point in time, I always had an interest. My last episode was called I Like White Women. If you listen to it, you know, it's not just about that. But I was like, yeah, I've never messed with a white girl before. I want to find a white girl. And I went on Instagram, on Facebook, and was just, I was like, what's a white girl name? Like Jenny and Christina. Yeah. So, yeah. And, I, and Becky, but I didn't think of Becky, right? And what's the other one, Karen? Ugh. Ugh. And um, I actually met a girl named Christina from Albany. And I liked her, man. So... But that was when it was a lot easier. But that was, that's my Facebook story. Continue, please. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, from 10 years ago, my little old heads that are our age, you yeah. know, we used to go to the club. Mm. We used to hang out. Mm-hmm. We used to go to house parties. Mm-hmm. We used to. And that's how people would interact. You'll know the vibe right away right. because you're face to face with people. And there's less distraction, too. Like you don't right. have 40 people in your DM list. Mm, mm. That's a little excessive, but I don't have those issues. But yeah, you know you got like forty in there. No. Let's look at your shit right now. Oh, you don't I have, have zero any? DMs. Uh-huh. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, like, because I came into this with um, not really thinking that I was gonna actually start all over again. Yeah. But now that I am, this whole new th- world, and I went on three dating websites at different points in time mm-hmm. just to see. Mm-hmm. You know test the waters you know you put a pinky in there and see mm-hmm. let me tell you i've done tinder for a little while Tinder's then i rough. 
I took it off. Mm-hmm. I went to Hinge because everyone's like, oh, Hinge is a, like, a better version, a cleaner version, uh, right? I agree. I am a good person. Uh, not I'm a good person. What am I saying? Um, I'm good at remembering faces. Okay. So this is my problem. Same people. Same people yeah. that were on their fuckboy shit mm-hmm. on Tinder now want to be the good boy on Hinge. I'm like. Oh, they're like a chameleon in a space. A lot of them are. Really? I was dating a guy. Same person in every platform. Like you see me on Hinge and you see my shit on Bumble. It's the same Dude, shit. Dude, I was dating a guy that actually admitted to me that he was on all three dating platforms: mm. Hinge, Bumble. Is that bad? And I'm Tinder. On three. Well, I was. I, I canceled mine, but. I mean, it's just it screams out fuckboy behavior. You Does know it what really? I'm saying? Why? Because you're maximizing all of your outlets to get more pussy. Who said it's for pussy though? Dude. See, that's that's that PTSD shit right there, man. You're assuming no, no, that's no, no, what no. Out here for. It's not PTSD because mm-hmm. with me, I have a lot of male influences my okay. whole life. Yeah. So with me, I know the game. But at the same time, it's like, a numbers I'm, game for y'all. I'm on. Okay, it's a numbers game in general. Mm. But I'm on all of the platforms too, and it's like I'm not out here looking for pussy. I'm out here trying to find somebody normal. But you're maximizing your chances to do so. You're supposed to though. I don't think that makes me a fuck boy. You know, uh, I think that it just depends. makes me taking advantage of the situation that's now i mean i get it you can definitely use that to increase your pussy you know mm. but um or or penis whatever you're into however <laughs> ah that's fucked up no nah, i don't ah, see now i feel like i'm being as a woman I'm no all, i was on all the platforms look i'm giving you the girl code as okay. a woman i'm giving you the perception you, you remember when i said mm-hmm. back like five minutes ago that i mm-hmm. said the perception of how things are being received mm-hmm. this is one of them interesting so but I'm speaking again, as you, a woman. Then again, if you see me on a different platform, that means you're on a different platform too. So what am I supposed to think about you? The thing is with me though, in my situation, mm-hmm. I deleted the other platform to get on this platform. Okay. To see if, if Interesting. there were better quality men. So for, for women is quality, remember that. I mean it is for men as well. It's not it, we're Depending. not we're really not that different. Like you're gonna have your fuck boys and your 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 just wasteful bitches out here. That's everywhere, but I don't know. It's it's not like every dude on there is not out there looking for pussy. I, I do think if you're on Tinder, you're out there for some sex. Tinder is like, I was doing very well on Tinder in 2000, whatever that was, 16, whatever that was. And um, I actually went on Tinder again, I want to say at the start of this year. But I was kind of curious. I'm like, let me see what's out here. It was like, hey, you want to meet up? I'm like, God damn, nigga, no. Not nigga. God damn, lady, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so... Nah, I, I don't know. I feel I feel like you just flamed my eyebrows off right there because I was on I was on Hinge, CMB, uh, Bumble. I wasn't on Tinder. I did get on Tinder for a minute. I'm like, nah, this this is too hot for me right now. Well, the perception, like I said, women code. Mm. But um, have I mean, look. With all that being said, I'm still single now. I deleted all dating apps because now I'm discouraged. Now yeah. I have that discouragement of like, damn. This is no good. Like, all these men just want for me mm-hmm. because I've had these bad experiences. Mm-hmm. And the ghosting, that's another thing, the ghosting. Yeah, ghosting is rough. I've, I've been guilty of it. Like, I actually did a song about it. I said, looking at my views, you don't see what I posted. Damn, I think I've been ghosted. Like, it, I actually did a joint off of the producer's best friend. And that that's part of the game now, man. I had to understand and accept that. Yeah, but that's disrespectful to me. I guess because I'm old school, mm-hmm. I'd rather just... I'm a straight shooter, mm-hmm. as you know. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather just know, hey, I'm not interested in you like that. I don't, I'm don't. i not that into you. I'd rather 
I'll respect a man more if mm. he se- if he tells me, hey, I'm not that into you, than him stringing me along for a couple of months mm. and being hot and cold with me. See, that's a weakness that I have. You know, I told you this yesterday. I'm not. I'm very bad at that. Like, need I to need to be it. more upfront. As upfront as I am about most things, I'm not very good at that. I haven't ghosted many people, but I have definitely maybe stayed in the game for a little bit longer than I should have. And but the thing is, as well, none of those women that I ever say, you know, I want to be in a relationship with you, or did I ever promise like a better tomorrow? You know, like as far as I know, maybe they read it a certain way. But man, what you gonna say? As a woman, though, if you're if you're if you're texting me every day, good morning. Mm-hmm. If you're giving me that consistency, we're assuming that we're speaking in terms of maybe with the premise of the next step, right? The next step. Yeah. That's why it's confusing no, and I it's disrespectful it. yeah. because, like I said, we all have rosters, right? So if you're not the one, we have other choices that we could actually just give our time to that mm-hmm. would be a better option for us. The sad part is, and this is my own. My own feelings coming to players. I don't think the field is filled with that much quality, though. It's like, not. It, it's bad out there. Like, everybody's so poisoned. Everybody's hurt. Everybody's toxic. Everybody's angry. And to me, like, I've, I, this isn't a new feeling I've had. I feel like me coming into this as a decent person, not a perfect person, but a decent person with good intentions. And, again, like, if I show the interest, kind of going back to what we were talking about before, if I like you, I'm going to show you that interest. Because, A, it's very hard for me. Like, it's. For all of my interactions, and this isn't to say anything bad about the girls that I have spoken to since 2018, I've met some great ones. But, like, if it clicks with me, that's rare. You know what I'm saying? And so if I feel that interest in you, you're going to you're gonna know it. I'm not here to bullshit. But, again, that makes me look. It almost, it's almost like, okay, he's interested, so now I can put him in this bin over here and still see what's around because he's still there. And... I've had to learn that that's not I've had to learn to kind of well I'm trying to learn how to show the interest to the girl but let her know I'm also not here to just kind of hang up in your closet because I'm not exactly a low value person you know but the trauma and the fear is like well if I put too much effort in if I text her back right away because I'm trying to build a flow of a fucking conversation mm-hmm. I'm not a phone person but you know we can talk on the phone I, actually I hate the phone but like if we're texting back and forth like if we're in the middle of a stream, why would you come back in 20 minutes? I haven't thought of 10 other things. I did this, I know. If I text you and I say, where are you? Which I wouldn't do, but I'm like, where are you at? Like, then I really look fucking, like, thirsty. And it's, like, it's hard to navigate that shit, man. And do women feel that way? Like, you have to kind of not text right away. Text so, first in the morning. Like, would you text a man first in the morning? I like to switch it up because I, I understand as men, it's hard for you to shoot that shot and it's hard to be consistent and also as women we have to be a little bit more equal in the in the flow of things like we have to be equal in also showing the interest yes i mean it helps because we have egos and insecurities too right and it's like i don't want to so i told this person i said you know i don't mind showing my interest I don't mind putting myself out there, but the minute I feel like that's not being reciprocated, I'm just naturally going to draw back. And, um, you know, that kind of doesn't help because because I'm so sensitive to it. Now I'm heightened and I'm alerted to everything. And if you usually text me nine words and this time you text me seven, in my head I can't help but like, and I never thought I'd be that guy. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And, ah, uh, 
So what you're saying with that, putting the effort back is fucking amazing. You have to reciprocate. Yeah. I think that's, you know, it makes you, like in the roster, if, you, if you're the bottom of the top three, then it makes you boost up to the top one because mm-hmm. then in your head, well, for women, with me, I'm going to say for an example, mm-hmm. in my head, I'm like, okay, this person is actually putting in the effort out mm-hmm. of all three. So you know what? Let me reciprocate. Let me see where this goes. Mm-hmm. Now, I always say this. I follow a lot of like self-help and like psychology stuff because I feel like it's very important. Yes. So I always see this a lot. If he wanted to, he will. Mm-hmm. So there's something called breadcrumbing. Yeah, I just learned about that. So breadcrumbing basically in a nutshell is if your crush just gives you a little bit and basically gives you a little bit to know that you're interested but doesn't give you too much so or doesn't fall out of the face of this earth so you don't know what is going on. So it's like a push and pull, which yeah, is no, it's giving terrible. you enough to stay at the table, but right. you're not allowed at the table. Yeah, yeah. you're being mm-hmm. saved for later. Yeah. That's another term that I learned too mm-hmm. from IG and following all these saved like for later? Saved for yeah, later, yeah. Oh, you're saved for I, later. That, that's what I said. Like mm-hmm. you know I'm interested, so you put me in a bin. Or you put me in a closet and you hang me up while you try on all the other clothes. Because they're breadcrumbing. Yeah. And that's a fear of mine because I'm so, if I'm interested, I'm interested. Here you me go. Too. You know, and what that does is if I don't get that back now, it just kind of, it goes back into my, um, it goes into the, the, the bank, right? So now I have something that I'm more worried about. And now that's going to be taken out on the next person. And then it's going to be taken out on the next person. And it kind of snowballs into this big thing that at some point comes out of control. You know what I'm saying? And it's scary, yo. It it doesn't have to, though. I think Mm. that me learning what I've learned with dating in the past three years, Mm -hmm. I think that if things things don't work out with the number one person in your roster, Mm -hmm. take a step back. Mm -hmm. Feel your feelings. Mm -hmm. Do not speak to other people. I mean, you could always text the other two that you like, but take a step back. Well, from everybody? Feel the feelings Mm. so you don't feel sour and it won't bleed into the next situation that you come in. This Mm. is why that's that snowball. Mm -hmm. You don't want to create that snowball effect Mm -hmm. because, like me, all the men that I've dated for the past three years has come back. And there's another term called spin around the block that my (laughs) boys put me on to. So they they save me for later. They fuck up on me. Mm -hmm. They say, oh, yeah, this is not working out. They spin around the block. They compare and contrast. Gotcha. They see that I'm a dope woman. They're yeah. like, damn, now I want to give her everything because mm-hmm. now I spun around the block. I didn't see anything. Damn, now I want to give her everything. No, it I doesn't see, work like that. I see women do that, but I see women do that more. I guess men do it too. So I think this is a human thing. Men do not. it a lot. I'm mm-hmm. telling you right now. I have people blocked. I All I have to do is unblock and be like, hey, what's up? Yeah. You want to go out? Yeah, I got those. Boom. I will well, be in a relationship you. right now. I have yeah. a straight boyfriend. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's what I was about to say. It's like. For me, when I had a girlfriend, when I got a girlfriend, all of a sudden, everybody was in love with me. Like, out of nowhere. It was like, everybody was in love with me again. And it's like, well, now, because I'm off the market, now you're more interested. Or, kind of like that spin the block thing that you said, you can go out and shop at them pair. I know I'm an elite dude. I don't mind saying that. You can say that's cocky or whatever. But I know, I know I'm up there. I don't mind saying it. Emotionally, financially, I'm okay. But, like, you know, physically, I'm alright. But, you know, I know how to communicate and everything. Like, I got no, I'm, I'm top tier. I don't mind. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I really feel that. And go ahead, go out there and play around. Do what you want to do. You can try to come back. But now would I be wrong if when you come back, I'm like, I'm only trying to 
nut in your mouth at this point. Like, I don't want the other part. Am I wrong for that now? You know, you're not I tried wrong. to give you the chance before. I'm the same way. This is why I blocked these people mm-hmm. because I don't block shit. You can look at whatever you want to look at. Nah, because with <laughs> me is like I, I, I'm I'm a I like I'm impulsive a little bit, so I like to also text and it it'll get oh, me like you. that itch. I got you. So I'm like, nah, chill. Yeah. You have zero access to me. Mm. Fuck it. Damn, especially if you get drunk. You said that drunk. You ever had like the drunk wake up the next day? And it's like, oh, I used to have the ambient text. I would That's up. what I'm saying. Mm-mm. Like, fuck, man. You know, mm-hmm. my phone set me up one time. And there was this girl that I kind of liked and we were arguing. So I wasn't talking to her. And we left her at that. And my phone like butted out her. I don't know how she wasn't in any mm. of my recent calls. She wasn't in shit. Like, there was shit. Wow. We went through the contacts and fucking called her. And I was like, God damn this phone. Then we had sex. It was like, it worked out. <laughs> but at that point, I'm like, what the fuck are the odds of that happening? You know? But even with that, so you coming back to me, it makes me feel even more uh, it just insecure. because Not insecure. It makes me feel more angry that you feel like I'm beneath you enough. Like, I take it personally. Like, oh, you went out there, so now you want to come back. Me too. I'm not beneath you, you know? And then that makes me go into the next situation more guarded and more defended. And I think that kind of hurts the communication. So, like, right now, the situation that I am presently in, I am really trying to, like, keep the shield up but kind of let it down a little bit. Right. But I find that I'm just triggered by a lot of shit. And that's not good, you know. I'm triggered by the mention of an ex. And it's like I'm not even in a position with anybody where I'm, like, and I'm not expecting to. You need to not do this. Oh, why are you talking to that nigga still and stuff like that? I'm not in that position, you know, and I don't, I, I know my role at this point, but just the mention of it, it's like a fucking, it's a trigger, man. So maybe you're not ready for a relationship. I mean, maybe, you know, my thing is like, I know exes exist, but for mm-hmm. me and my experiences is like from firsthand and secondhand experiences, the worst nigga is the better chance he's coming back. And for whatever mm-hmm. reason, women love to keep that nigga around. Mm-mm. When mm-hmm. me once it's over, it's over. I hear that all the time, and it sounds like a rallying cry that doesn't really add up to much, you know. This is why I have the block feature, like I said. Okay. Like when I say it's over, is I'm dead ass like, yo. But see, but you have to mechanically block him. What if something happens where you just run into him in the supermarket? Now I don't give a shit. Again? Just say hi, and that's it. Keep it pushing. Mm. That's that's how I roll. Okay. I'm confident enough to do that. I'd be like, oh hey, hey. Yeah. There's nothing. And the thing is, with me, these men know my personality, so they won't even push. Mm-hmm. Because you could see, I don't have a poker face, so you'll see it all over my face mm-hmm. that I'm like disgusted mm-hmm. to see you. Disgust face. So uh, yeah, I'll be like, mm, she looks hey. like she's snarling. Like hey, <laughs> I hate you. I hate so, trust me, they're not gonna dare to fucking have these stupid ass conversations mm-hmm. that are like scratching the surface bullshit. But oh, see, how's you the weather? That to me, let's say you and I dated. I don't know you like that yet, right? So you you can tell me that shit all you want. I don't believe you. So it's fine. Like in a, but it's not really fine because in that that kind of kind of fucks up what I'm doing next, you know? So, like, one girl told me that, you know, her ex came in the picture, and I like, I think I have a very good poker face. Like, the only thing I can't really hide is disappointment, and obviously mm. there was some disappointment there. And she told me, she said, yo, your whole energy shifted. Like, everything changed. You wasn't making eye contact anymore. You were slumped over. That's the sign of insecurity. And for me, and I was telling her, I'm like, it's not about him and you in particular. It's the whole thing of it that is that is triggering to me. The situation. You know? Right. It's not necessarily you. Because, again, I'm still learning you. You know, it's not a, you know, I'm, I'm in love. I like you, but I'm not, like, in drop dead in love. If you went back, I'd be angry. But it's like, all right, well, tomorrow's another day. You'll take that L and just move on. Right. But, you know, if you was to do that in a year, then I might feel a different way. Well, obviously, i feel a different way. But 
this point, it's just more. I realized that I said, "Yo, she's right." I was I was triggered like a motherfucker, man. Mm-hmm. And I picked that up and I told him that. Huh? I picked up on that and I told you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yo, it was and straight up. Again, it, it's it's a moment of self realization. It's like I never thought I would be the one that was kind of damaged and it would manifest itself in those situations. Mm-hmm. And I have to check. My, I'm looking at this website now. There's a website called Millennial Life Counseling and. I'm the oldest millennial, you know, according to his website. Mm-hmm. I think it's 82 and up. Yep. Some OG, OG, OG. So am I. So I fit. And it's like therapy. And I think I might fucking um, do this shit, man, to manage my trauma symptoms, as it says here. This shit ain't cheap, though, bro. It's okay. You know, there's no price on. You can't put a price on just peace. That's true. I wonder if they take insurance, though. That'd be nice. But, they um, probably do. But. What I wanted to say is that, you know, once you work on yourself and I and I and I'm a big, strong believer about not. A, uh, yeah. Of um, vibrational frequencies. OK. Right now. No offense. Mm-hmm. You're vibing in a low vibrational frequency. So this is why okay. you're getting the same kind of people. Don't you see it's a pattern? Mm-hmm. Think about it. Mm-hmm. No, you're getting I, I women that are not over their ex. You're getting women that are not ready. Because it's a mirror effect. This is the mm. same vibration that you're giving off, too. So this is what you're going to attract. You are who you attract. But, you know, all right, I'm not disagreeing with that. The other side is like, well, I see the woman that do want to have a relationship with me and shit like this. And it's like, well, well, I'm attracting that as well. You dig what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, there are women that do want that. And I hear it all the time. It's like, oh, well, the woman that you choose. And I'm like, nobody's that yes. lucky all the time. You know what I'm saying? Dude. You're choosing the woman with the low vibrational frequency because mm. there's some in, inadvertent commonality. Ooh, that's a nice, say that. I said that six times. She just inadvertent went down until you should have. Commonality. Commonality. Yes. So I'm trying to think of how to put that in a rhyme now. That was dope. I'm gonna write that. Bars. Down. Inadvertent commonality. Get at me. Well, no, but. Commonality. So what I okay. So what I mean about that yeah. with the whole vibrational frequency is that this is why I step back and I. And I actually mentioned this before. I took a whole year to myself, really feel the effects of me having a divorce, shifting into being right. a single mom, shifting into like basically starting all over. You hit rock bottom. Well, like you didn't date, you didn't fuck. Like what do you mean? No, nothing. Okay. It was just a, a moment of solitude. I did it for a month. It was a actually pretty nice, good. though. I ain't gonna lie. It actually was pretty good. Look, there's always you know things that you could do to get that nut off. So, <laughs> straight up. So this is the thing. I took a year of moment of solitude mm. to really focus on myself. And what I find, that self-love, mm. and it's corny what I'm going to say, but it's the truth. Yeah, it is what it is. We're adults, I didn't yeah. love myself because, you know, you come out insecure like, damn, mm-hmm. I did the whole nine and the kids and the marriage and it didn't work out. Like, yeah. what's wrong with me? Because it takes two in a relationship. Right. So. Well, that's key that you said right there. Because at this age, I hear all the time from people, oh, you need to settle down. I'm like, it takes two. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to find a person that matches my frequency as you saw. Or maybe not the low frequency as you said I have. But, you know, it takes two. Like, I have to find somebody that provides what I need, you know, and vice versa. I'm not just going to go to the park and pick up the third chick on the bench with the big titty. <laughs> the left titty's bigger than the right titty. Like, but you know. this is the thing, too. Everyone's timeline is different. You know, being a Latina... Growing up Dominican, growing up to be the only daughter with two older brothers, mm-hmm. I had that pressure at 25. I um, never had that. My grandmother's kind of putting it on me, but she's 90. She's like, when am I going to have a great grandbaby? You know, Aww. and I get that, you know. Um, 
And I feel the pressure too because I don't want to be fucking 50 with a five-year-old. Like, I'm tired with this fucking cat. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like that shit. And it is also like, I want to meet my grandkids. And if I'm 50, <laughs> unless my kid fuck up at 13 or something like that, I'm not going to, you know, meet my grandkids. Just like my kids are not going to meet their grandmother. And the way my dad's going, that ain't looking too good either, you know? So I kind of feel that pressure there, which is kind of why I'm also trying to settle down. Not so much the pressure, but I want those things. Like, we were talking about it yesterday. Like, I want to do the girlfriend-boyfriend shit. Like, I want to go on a random trip somewhere and, yep. you know. Vacations. Vacations. Or we in a restaurant and we sneak off and I fuck you in the bathroom. Like, I'm down with all that shit. Wife, Ooh, you boozy gotta be down br- with No, those boozy brunches are lit. Never went to one of those with a girl. I'm no, telling I you. No, I never did. Now they're popping up a lot because of COVID, so yeah, um, post-COVID thing. So everyone's trying to monetize everything. So now they have a lot of these boozy brunches, two-hour yeah. limit, time limit. Um, oh, my God. And you'll get unlimited mimosas or whatever. Can you imagine? No, Ooh, in listen, two hours? I, I'm going to have to be in the fucking labor and delivery at some point in nine months. <laughs> with, that's going to be the worst assignment at work. February, March, baby. God damn. <laughs> it's going to be disgusting, y'all. So... Like I was saying about vibrational frequencies, mm-hmm. I took some time off for myself. So this helped me in actually not having PTSD okay. and actually coming in as a better version of myself that's wise enough to look at signs now of, let's just say, narcissism or people that are unsure of what they want, the breadcrumbing. I could see it right away now because now my mind is a little bit more filtered. You know, it's, it's, that's, that's a good point. I, I get it. Did you do therapy in that time too? Like I'm still therapy. in therapy. I've been in therapy Excellent. for the past five years and not Excellent. stopping. I think that yeah, like I that's said, my I, anchor. I said, I think my lady died, man. I got, I got it. I keep using that as an excuse. I think she died from COVID. I'm it's not, okay. I hope not, but she just disappeared. Um, and I need to find another one because absolutely. No, nah, I'm pro therapy. I'm all about that shit, man. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 definitely something that I need to work on myself. I I, I get that, but I am ready though. I, I don't know. I feel like I am ready for the relationship part of the game. But for me, the PTSD part of it, and maybe it, I'm not ready, it's like the minute I see a bump, I'm like, mm, you know, and that's not good. Self-love is key, and that's like another that. point that I was going to say. If you love yourself enough, you're not going to put up with the bullshit. You're going to maybe put up with one or two red flags, then you have to come into terms of, all right, this person already gave me one or two red flags that are non-negotiables for me. Yeah. Let me exit stage left. Crazy, sorry. Exit stage left, mm-hmm. and you know what? This is not the person for me, and boom, just right. cut it off. That's actually not too hard for me. Like, I can see, like I said, I do feel like I'm in a position now where I'm going to tolerate certain things. I'm still getting to know, you get somebody new, you got to learn this person. Right. They're coming with what they come with. So, you know, they may not know that you don't like this, and they're not used to how you well, move this way. And I feel like that's where the communication comes yes, in. Yes, key. You know what I'm saying? But... Like, I have a situation I spoke to you about, and at some mm-hmm. point, if this continues, I'm going to address that, you know. Absolutely. communicate about that. But it's, I don't know. I feel like everybody is so damaged in general. Even with therapy, the damage is going to be there, you know. I disagree. Okay. Because when you go consistently to, to therapy like I did, mm-hmm. you actually are more, subse- like, susceptible to be open-minded okay. and be vulnerable to a point because you'll be more comfortable being vulnerable because it's either yes or no Mm -hmm. you have that also confidence this is Mm -hmm. what i'm talking about Mm self-love with self-love it ties into confidence and when you're a confident person you're just gonna attract a lot of people you were telling me yesterday that a lot of men were checking me out Mm -hmm. 
But that's the thing. I was exuding that confidence. So mm-hmm. that's why these men, even though a lot of them didn't come up to me, I still grabbed their attention. That's hard to do. But I still grabbed a lot of people's attention. Right. Unbeknownst to me. Mm-hmm. You were telling me, though. That's why. My vibrational frequency is a little higher. So therefore, with me, it's like I'm confident. I'm ready. I love myself enough to walk away when things are not going well. And this is what it attracts people. I need a drop, like how Flex got the bomb, or like that was good. Yeah, that was good. Bar right there. Bars. Drop the bar right there. What do you say? Low. What's the word you said I liked earlier? Two words. Um, I forgot. I listened. Inadvertent. Commonality. 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 Yes. Commonality. Commonality. Yo, we're gonna have to cut this short because Miss Rose has to go to a party. Like she's looking all good and spicy. Ooh. And, um, boozy brunch actually with my homegirl. Boozy Shout brunch. out to Vero. Yep, whoever that is. Yep, shout out. And I want to go, man, but I, I got work to do. I got shit to do. All right. Keep me out of trouble. But this is a dope episode. Thanks for breaking me down. See, all her psychology, she came and broke me down. And I don't care if I. This is the confidence I do have. I don't mind putting this out. You know, I know I look vulnerable here. That's fine. That's the whole point of this episode, um, of this Absolutely. show sometimes. And um, this won't be the last time I touch on the PTSD and the dating shit because I still want to get into, like, this dating world and everything like that. I will say, and I will kind of mirror what she said, you know, loving yourself is key. Loving yourself is primary. You may think you love yourself. I think I love myself, but clearly there's some shit about me that I have issues with, potentially. And therapy's a good thing. I personally am ready to settle down, but I may not have... I may be mentally ready to settle down but there might be some tools that i gotta sharpen before i am actually in that but i don't think that's uh i don't think that's uh an ending journey i think that's all the time so i say that to say this good luck everybody 2021 summer will be fucking disgusting i'm trying to get out these streets my nigga because i don't want herpes aids or get shot at one of these parties (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying um i saw that yesterday man it was filthy man when me and Lavelle walked off like the girls was looking but girls was a little more touched but like yeah. they ready man they primed and ready and I don't want no parts of it <laughs> I want out these streets so it's your man single emperor here with Nat Rose <laughs> Nat Rose about to go out there and bag a hundred Dominican niggas that's gonna pay oh, for God. her food and her rent nah nah I'm not a choppy chill they gonna be out there with the the fat nigga with the tight ass shirt with the big belt buckle. Ugh, the Man. Gucci belt buckle. The Gucci belt buckle, mad tight pants, trying to dance and shit, but they can't lift their arms up. Shaman Iron, Nat Rose, peace. Mm-hmm.